So that's really how I started training my intuition. And I think because it was a feeling that was in my body, it grounded me a little bit. And I just knew, okay, if I do this, it's going to be fine. Like I'm going to figure it out. You know, like I'm know I'm going to fall on my face a couple of times, but it's going to be okay at the end of the day. Hi everyone, this is Katie Archibald Anders. Welcome to Learning Courage, where we learn together how to live bigger, more courageously, and hopefully, ultimately, more joyfully. Hi everyone. You are in for a treat today. My guest, Missy Patterson, is the founder of Simply Grateful, an amazing company. She started out making wooden postcards and has expanded her business to include really all sorts of works of art. In this conversation, we talk about intuition, deep gratitude, the power and importance of setting aside your ego, her sweet puppy Ember makes a little cameo, and so much more. Missy is really a ray of light, and I'm so excited for you to learn from her as I have. So without further ado, let's get into our conversation. Here's Missy. Courage and being brave? Gosh, I don't even know, Katie. I feel like Sometimes I, I guess I, when I look at it, I feel that when people look at me and say, oh, you were so brave to do that. I feel like inside I'm like, oh, I was kind of a little naive because I really didn't know all of everything that was going to happen or how it was going to happen. But I think that there is a power in that because you just do it. Like you just take one step in front of the other and you don't have the doubt that you're not going to be able to do it because you you don't have all of the things that could possibly go wrong standing in front of you. You know, um, like with starting the company, I sometimes think about like, gosh, would I really have started this had I known like all of that, all of the world would have gone into it. But I didn't know, you know, and there's some, you know, looking back, like I, I could probably do like a whole nother podcast on this stuff, like all the things you need to know in order to start a company. But um, it really was just, gosh, I have this idea. And this is really cool. And then I guess I could just, you know, talk to people and ask questions and then get a DBA and open a bank account. And it was just it was just kind of one thing in front of the other one step in front of the other and keep going. And yeah, I mean, looking back, it was like, should I have like applied for a loan? You know, should I have like had capital going in? Should I have had all this? Yeah, but that totally makes sense. I mean, um, do you think I mean, maybe call it naivete or just kind of the ability to not get so bogged down in the, in the how and the, but just, you're able to kind of, you know, not allow all of those things to stop you. Where does that come from? I mean, is that something you've always been able to do or was it just in this specific instance? Because maybe you just didn't know enough about at the time starting a business to kind of be afraid of it. Yeah, um, I do believe that it's it's something that I've had 
And a lot of it has to do with intuition, right? And I do believe that intuition is a muscle that you can train. Like we all have it, listening to yourself. And with that knowingness that comes. So for me, intuition comes in a lot of different ways now. So it's not just uh, like sometimes I'll get like pictures or images or thoughts or feelings, but it started for me with feeling when I was, I would just ask myself, how do I feel about this? Like, this is kind of a big decision or this is a small decision. And, you know, how do I feel about this person or this thing? And if I got a feeling in my throat, that you know, that ball that you get, that you can't quite swallow and it kind of burns and you're like, your jaw gets kind of locked up. And I knew that it just wasn't, this wasn't a good move. And then um, if I got a flutter, either in like my tummy or my heart or somewhere around there, I knew that I was really, really nervous, but it was gonna be good. Like it was that, you know, the butterflies you get when, you meet someone or, you know, just that, that feeling that's like, yes. Okay. So that's really how I started training my intuition. And I think because it was a feeling that was in my body, it grounded me a little bit. And I just knew, okay, if I do this, it's going to be fine. Like I'm going to figure it out. You know, like, I know I'm going to fall on my face a couple of times, but it's going to be okay at the end of the day. So I think that kind of, I think I started that Gosh, well, it must have been like in our early 20s, right? It was when I actually became aware of it, what I was, I was doing. But I think it's something that I've done for most of my life. And then becoming aware of it, I've been able to grow it even more. So, and trusting that. I mean, and you can call it intuition. You can call it, I mean, spirit or the universe or, you know, like God, you know, anything that that, that kind of comes to mind. Um, and what you believe in, but it is that the word that I can't, I can't think of right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like a knowing, but, knowing. So it sounds like, yeah, knowing this, yeah. you know, with, with starting your business, you, you know, it sounds like you had an intuition and knowing that this was the right path for you. And so I think when you can trust that, then it helps with all of the other uncertainties that must come up, you know, with how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Um, if you have that sort of base of, I know that this is the right thing and I have this intuition and this feeling that this is the right thing. It may sound crazy, but it's the right thing. Then it seems to kind of help kind of move down that path. I mean, you, to me, you're absolutely someone who is in touch with your intuition and, knows how to access it. And also, and, and then the next step is actually listens to it and trusts it and, and takes action based on it. I mean, that's a hard thing. I mean, that's something that I'm s- still working on. So I think you're like naturally have that ability. Like that's such a big piece of it is kind of doing the work or doing whatever it is to be able to not only recognize in yourself, like your own intuition and maybe the signs of how that shows up for you. But then once you kind of get those messages to actually act on it or to actually not act on it or whatever it is, you know, to actually trust that that's what's happening. Right. Yeah. And I I guess I don't know where that part comes from other than it just feels like it's 
the only thing that I can do. I mean, you were there for most of it. Do you remember when I was just like, oh, come across the country because, you know, <laughs> I feel like I need to be there. And I feel like everyone in my life was like, oh, like, okay, you've talked about moving to California for like four years. Why is now it all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going, you know? And then, you know, I came out here just like I knew I needed to create. And after dancing was kind of done, like I, you know, was on that the acting train knowing that that wasn't really what I wanted, but it was something to fill that that void of creating or that, yeah, I guess it was a void of like a needing to create. And it was just a vehicle for me to get out here. I mean, cause Katie, do you remember? I was only here like, like maybe like six months to a year and then six months. And I was just like, oh yeah, I, like, I took this marketing class and I made this wooden postcard for a thank you card. And then it just, you know, it, I think it was, it was just being open and like, I don't know. It just felt like, I have to do this. There wasn't a, I didn't feel like I didn't really didn't have a choice. Yeah. It just, um, it just felt like there was something that I needed to do and needed to, to move out here and then just being open. And like, I guess it's, it's letting go a bit of the control, um, which is very hard from um, a recovering perfectionist as myself, because you, when you start to, to really get in tune with your intuition, you start to like visualize all of this stuff and you see like things moving and this and this and this, but then you do just have to let go a little bit. And I know I probably sound like every single person that has talked about anything like this, I'll, I'm sure I'm going to say all the cliches of like letting go and trusting and all of that. Um, but it is, it's true. And it's, it's not, it's not in the big things, it's in the small things, it's in the day-to-day -day stuff. Like when you get really frustrated and you know, it's not, something is not working. And you know, I mean, there's been moments where I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this and spirit or universe, like you're making, you want me to do this, you want me to start this thing. And then it was like obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And you just get this frustration that you just want to scream. But if you take a minute and a breath, it's just kind of like, oh, well, there's this thing over here that I could totally be doing to like, see if that works, you know, and then everything shifts and you get past it. And, you know, like there is, like, just for instance, like, when I was trying to make a serving tray because someone asked me to, if I could make one. And um, I was like, I visualized it so closely in my head and it ended up being like the wood was wrong and this and the other thing and they cut this wrong. And, you know, this was before, like I was doing everything myself and um, they were going to throw it away. And I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, let me just like, take this from here and okay, can you cut this down the middle? And can you bring this over here? And like, it became like the serving tray that like, you know, is now um, like one of my like big sellers and stuff like that. But it was just because, I mean, there was a whole, that, that was a whole day of just being so frustrated. And then as soon as I took a step back and like took a breath, something just like shot out, like a thought just shot out to be like, oh, I don't try this or, you know, yeah, there is, there is that. I don't even know if I answered your question. What was the question? <laughs> no, it's awesome. I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> 
No, it's, I mean, it's odd. There's so much, I, you know, I'm like, oh gosh, there's so much to go from there. I mean, yeah, it's so, it's sort of, I was thinking when you were saying, you know, when you, when you moved out to, to California, I mean, probably never in your wildest dreams would you have thought, oh, I'm going to move out to California and eventually start a company that makes wooden postcards, you know, oh. you know, so that you were just open to the experience. You were just open to, okay, I'm going to move across the country. And at first you were doing acting. And then when you said you were, you were open, you were open to opportunities and, and different things. And this idea or opportunity to start this company, which again is, I, I don't know, probably not something you would have planned when you were yeah. living in New York on the East coast. And like, then here you are, you were yeah. able to be open to the idea and, and, you know, trust your, your intuition or your inner knowing, and then actually do something about it. I mean, I think that's, that's where so many people, myself included kind of stop, you know, we get this inspired idea um, and we get maybe really excited mm -hmm. about something. And then, you know, you have those moments of being like, okay, I'm going to do this. This is so exciting. And then the like next moment is, but oh, but that's a stupid idea. Or how am I going to do it? I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yada, 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 yada. And then it kind of blocks whatever it was that we were yeah. excited about. And like, you obviously were able and, and are able to, I think this is such a gift you have of, okay, I have this idea and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I don't know about making postcards. I don't know how to make a, a tray, you know, watching you from like, uh, far in your company, just figuring things out all the time, how to, how to market <laughs> yourself, how to do this, how to make things, how to sell things, how to, you know, it's like amazing. And I think that's such yeah. like, that's such a gift that you're able to, you figured it out. And so yeah, I, it's that's, possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Mm -hmm. So brag about your business a bit, a bit, like tell, tell us about it. That's just, it's, it really is incredible. Uh, thank you. I know. I guess I can start kind of at the, the beginning um, where I've always wanted to make a personal thank you card. And I've always like loved nature and I love to hug trees and climb trees and all of that. And I was in a, a marketing class for acting and they were asking us all of these questions about like, what's your favorite material and, you know, what do you love to do and what inspires you? And I just had this aha moment of, oh my goodness, could you mail a piece of wood? Like if I have my thank you cards on wood, you know, and I love, you know, traveling and taking pictures and it always feels like I have this moment um, right before I take a picture that I'm like, oh, it almost feels like my essence is in this or I'm really here. And so I thought it would be cool to have something that was a piece of me, a piece of my essence on a piece of wood to send to somebody as a thank you so that they would have it forever. You know, like it's not something you would throw away. I wanted to, it to be on recycled. So it, it ended up like spinning. I was like, well, I want to be on recycled wood. And, you know, I wanted to be organic and sustainable and, um, one thing led to another and I ended up coming up with this wooden postcard with like a picture on it. Uh, the first one I did, I did a wood transfer. So I used Mod Podge and it took me, gosh, I think it was two weeks to do 10. Um, and I, you have one of my originals and I sent my originals to the people in my family and my friends that I just love and, you know, have always just supported me and stood by me and 
everything. Um, and it was after I gave those out, I had a couple people and especially my, my family when I went home to be like, this is you, like, this is, this is you, like, what, you know, do something um, with this. And I had a friend at the time that he's an amazing businessman. And I got to just ask him a whole bunch of questions. And he was the one that put me in touch with the first, um, when I first started outsourcing. Cause I didn't, I mean, I didn't take a shop class when I was in high school, even, you know, like I didn't know how to do certain things and yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I went with it and I started at the first, the forever sunshine line. And I came up with the name for simply grateful because at the time I was just doing my sand runs on the beach and uh, I was living very simply. I just, anything that could fit in my Jeep and came cross country with that was what I had, you know, like, I mean, I, I have like your sister, had your sister's bed, you know, you, you probably furnished half of my apartment for me, you know? Um, and I was just really grateful. And it was just for those little things to, to be out here, to be like being able to live right by the beach, to doing the, the sand runs, to being back for sunset, to all of that. I was just living in a lot of gratitude, which gosh, I mean, that's a whole, do I go down the gratitude? Sure. Gratitude yes. Yes. <laughs> Please. Okay. Life story side note. Okay. <laughs> um, you remember, well, you remember in New York when I got um, pneumonia and I was so, I was sick mm-hmm. for, gosh, that was, and at that point I, I got double pneumonia and going across to get a loaf of bread. Gosh, that was at that, that apartment in Astoria was a big deal. Like I couldn't make it down the stairs and back up the stairs and like, it was a little bit of a rough time, but eventually it was, I'm so grateful to be able to make it down the stairs. This like this gratitude just came to me. Like, you know, when I could make it across the street for a loaf of bread, or I, I could make it down the block or, you know, and I kept on trying to, to go like one step at a time, you know, like a block. And then eventually when I was feeling better, I would walk a block and then run a block. And I would finally make it over to the Queensboro Bridge. And so that's when I started doing my thank you runs, I would call them. So I was very grateful to be able to walk and then run. And I would kind of go through everything that I was grateful for on those runs. So I have no idea really how fast I was running or, <laughs> you know, I, it would just, it would, it me, for me, it was just a therapeutic thing of, I'm so happy to like that. Thank you for that man that just smiled at me or, you know, like, thank goodness I didn't just get hit by a car right now crossing the street there. Like even like those small things, like I just felt like I was very present. And then it was like the big things, like grateful for my family and, you know, like all of that stuff. So I had the Queensboro bridge was my, called my thank you bridge. And I would go on my thank you runs. So when I came here to California, it became my sand runs, but it was still, I mean, to this day, I have no idea how far I go sometimes or what my, you know, how fast I'm going. I just kind of go out and just go through my thank yous, you know? So that on one of my thank you runs, that was where their name simply grateful came up. And I've always been like a please and thank you girl. I probably say thank you way too many times. Um, but you know, that's, that's that. So then from there, let's see. Okay. Coming back into the story, we did the wooden postcards. Oh, I I just got really excited and I just started walking into shops to be like, Hey, like, how do you take on product here? Cause I didn't even, like, I didn't even know the lingo like of 
wholesale and pricing and all of that. And I had walked into a um, Tabula Rasa Essentials, which is right down Manhattan Beach. And I just remember walking into that shop and being like, just getting the chills. Like I just loved everything that she had in the store. And uh, the only one was behind the, the desk. And I was, I just had asked like, how do you take on projects here? Like for some reason, I like got really emotional about it. And I had some tears streaming down my face. And she's just like, honey, are you okay? <laughs> and I was just like, I just love your shop so much. <laughs> she's like, okay. She's just like, well, she's just like, you know, I go to shows and, you know, if I see something and I was just like, well, I have something. And I was just like, and I don't really know what to do with it. Could you just take a look at this for me? And um, she was like, I, yeah, I, I love these. She's like, how many are you going to sell me right now? I was just like, all that I have. She's like, how much are they? I was just like, how much do you think they should be? Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> and she's like, I think they'll sell for this. I'm like, okay, great. Um, now knowing that I actually have to figure out my cost first before I, um, sell something, but you know, then it was just like, yeah. So that, that was my first job. And then from there, you know, I, it's, what's the, uh, the alchemist quote, the universe conspires to help you. Mm -hmm. I probably just butchered, butchered that, but it's that beginning thing of like, oh my gosh, I'm in a shop and. I, you know, got really excited, like, you know, editing and learning all these things like Photoshop and Illustrator and uh, creating that way. And I had that, that launch party where it just so happened prior to that, I ran into a friend that I was a, a little bit older in, in high school. She had just moved out here with her, or I guess she had moved out here and gotten married. Um, I just randomly, you know, ran into her. Uh, at the, the local pub up the street. And I was like, oh my gosh, Meg, what are you doing here? And she was like, Missy, what are you doing here? And I was like, I live across the street. And she's like, I live across the street. And she worked for a party planning company. And she's in, I had told her, I was like, oh yeah, I just, I just started making these wooden postcards. Uh, and she's like, can I bring you in to work with, with me tomorrow? I'm like, sure, you know, not thinking like anything of it. And the next day she called me and she's like, um, so can you give me a quote for 4,500 for the Super Bowl for next year and 1,500 for the MLB All-Star game? And I'm like, oh my God, it took me like two weeks to do 20, like <laughs> or 10 or whatever it was. I'm like, oh my God. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of, and then, you know, like I found the outsourcing company and had the, had the launch party and it was just one thing just led to another and it just kind of kept on rolling. I mean, this is also why like I was, you know, bartending and waitressing and doing that full time to, you know, bring that money into the, into the company. And I mean, I would, I would disappear for a couple of weeks to my friends and family. Um, remember when I was doing the website and I just like, was trying to write HTML and I had like no idea what the heck I was doing. I almost threw my computer out the window a couple times. I would say that I didn't sleep a lot. I mean, I'm starting to sleep now, but that's just because I'm like consciously making myself, I need, you know, healthier, like making sure that I'm working out and sleeping and eating properly. But there were, when I was first start, starting out, like, I mean, I would forget to 
go to the bathroom for crying out loud. I'd be sitting in one spot in like editing or putting the website together or something. And like, it would be six hours would go by and like, I would get up and like not be able to move. I'm like, Oh my God, like what just, you know, what just happened? So, so until just like recently where I really have um, been doing it, I was putting myself on a 20 minute timer that I would just keep hitting the timer. So I would do something for 20 minutes and then get up and do something else for 20 minutes and then come back and do something for 20 minutes. And, oh, actually, let me talk about the 20 minute thing, why it's 20 minutes. So I can't remember who told me this actually, but if you can just give yourself 20 minutes a day, it's, you know, it's not quite a half hour. So it's the short amount of time where you can solely focus on yourself and do something for yourself you'll be surprised at like what comes up and what you can accomplish in 20 minutes. Like when I, before Simply Grateful came, came into being, it was, I was starting to refinish some furniture and I would just work on a 20 minutes a day because it just felt like something for me. And I would, I would play like my violin strings music and just like zone out. And it's just giving yourself just that little bit of time for you is so important to do that every day. And so that's why I just felt like 20 minutes for me in, in, you know, and using it to set that timer to do, just do certain things was like, I could just focus on that without thinking about all those other things. It's only 20 minutes, you know, like you're able to actually really focus on what you need to. And then you can worry about the other stuff, like when you're in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was a good tip. Gosh, we're hitting a lot of stuff right now. I know. It's as awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm just, I could listen like, to you all day. I'm just sitting here like, take, I need to take notes. Uh, I'm, I'm glad this is recorded because I'm, I'm like, this, there's so many good nuggets here. I was curious how, I mean, you and I have talked a little bit about this, but how has it been with COVID with your business? Um, like it was pretty nerve wracking at first because a lot of my, um, bigger clients are events and in the tourism, like resorts and stuff like that, that all shut down. So, you know, being a little dancer that I am, I was able to pivot. It really is, you know, (laughs) but no, I I knew I needed to do something that was going to bring me like direct to, okay, what's going on right now? Like, what can I create that is personal? Cause I always want to keep something that's personal. All the stuff that I do, you can customize because I really do think that with the wood, uh, it's substantial and so you don't want to throw it away. So, um, and everybody that the puzzles started to go crazy and I was like, Oh my gosh, how cool would it be if I made a wooden puzzle and then made a commemorative box that goes with it that, you know, if you wanted to customize it and have like a family photo or some place that means something to you, it's one of those ones that you're going to have forever because it's, it's wood, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're not going to, you know, really throw the puzzle away. You would hand it down, I'm assuming like in your family or something like that. And it's one that you would be able to keep doing over and over again. So yeah, pivoted into the puzzles. Uh, but that was just something I mean, a lot of the things that I've come up with is out of necessity of, I mean, it's not like someone doesn't need a puzzle, but you know, like, what are people doing right now? What does somebody need? Like, how can I step in, you know, from like the thank you card to a coaster to, you know, like 
oh miss like I love your stuff like I you know I do a lot of house parties like can you can you do a serving tray for me so I'm like oh yeah sure I can figure out how to make that you know so that was I, I stepped into the puzzles and that took off online which was amazing and crazy Mother's Day was pretty much like my Super Bowl it was it was insane uh which I'm so grateful for and then um yeah it was switching from I guess from the like business to business to more of like a family online that like you know needs to keep their kids entertained or you know stuff like that so that was that and it got me through and then a lot of my clients that I've been working with for five years or so in some of the bigger companies started to reach back out to be like, Hey, your stuff is so personal. We want to work with you to create something for our employees. So they have something inspirational on their desk. So then I started doing, you know, um, inspirational coasters for employees. And then it was, I think it was just establishing those relationships for so long that I, I somehow became someone that they, they wanted to help out. They're like, Hey, can you, like, we want you to, to do this. And because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, I do go above and beyond, um, which I know that, but I think it's, it's insincerely, you know, like I get really excited to create something. So I'll be like, okay, I know this is what you wanted, but then I also want to show you this. And I think it's just, because I'm so excited about it. And even though I know they can't really use that right now, it's something that they have in their head that they'll eventually be able to use. And that was when, I'm sorry, excuse me. We'll be right out, okay? Um, I think that was uh, that was when they were able to like circle back that those, those uh, companies were like, okay, so we're not a mass huge thing for our, you know, thousands of people, we really want to give something very important and special to our employees. And you remember that thing that you made that was really cool with the texturization and the metallic, like, can we use that for our employees to know that they really care and like give them an inspiring message. So it was really cool for, and I'm so grateful for them to circle back to me during this time, knowing that I was probably hurting because they were using me for like their big events because their events were down, you know, so it was, it was really cool to see that and feel that circle back. So that was, yeah, that was pretty much what brought me, has brought me through COVID. And then now things are starting to open back up and yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. Simply grateful. Um. <laughs> it's funny. Cause like when I came up with simply grateful, it, it, I was like, I just love this name so much. And then when, when now I say it, I, I, I kind of like, I can't say it without laughing. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I, I am like, I'm grateful. I'm simply grateful. But... You like epitomize, know, simply, just... you, you like embody simply grateful. And I love that you just Thank like you. twisted. Are you on a, are you on a twirly? <laughs> I am. And, um, my dog really needs to go outside, even though she just went out, you just went out before you started this podcast. Giving us this so. wisdom while you're slowly turning in your seat. <laughs> you know, so I love you. Missy. So I love you. <laughs> I wanted to ask, what are you, you know, working on now or what's kind of your next thing that maybe is bringing up, <clears throat> requiring some courage, requiring you to really get in touch with your intuition. Well, um, 
I have been getting this really strong pull to move back towards the East Coast. You know, I think a lot of people um, through COVID, I think it, it slowed everybody down to really take stock in what was important and priorities. And I mean, obviously family and health were those the top of those priorities for a whole year where that focus was there, you know, which I, yeah, I just, have been feeling this pull of like going back east and missing my family and being able to have that support system right there. So, yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a big one. You know, mm-hmm. where I've been trying to ground in, and you know, I moved out here and I established this company, and I have amazing friends here. And I mean, ideally, like I would love to be by coastal, but. Uh, I don't know, like, is that possible? So it just, it's, it's going through like a lot of stuff of what would it look like if I didn't move back east? What would it, you know, look like if I was bi-coastal and asking my questions, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it just, but I do just feel that, that pull. And it was just, it was kind of like how I felt that pull to be out here. And like, I know that I, I wouldn't have been able to start the company, it's Simply Grateful on the East Coast. Like, I think I did need to, to move here and to live simply and to be grateful and to, you know, just everything was in alignment, you know, for me to come out here and start it. And I really want to grow it. And I also want to have a family and I want to be around my family. And it does feel like that pull is back, is pulling me back east right now. So, but yeah, that's a, that's a huge move, you know, and yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. So that will be a to be continued. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's in, I've been going back to my tools, right? Like I just finished up a huge order and I knew that I needed some trees. So I went out to a friend's cabin with just uh, my dog, Ember and I, and we just ran around and I hugged some more trees and just got really quiet with myself to just, check in with myself to make sure that whatever just, I mean, and I'm not even ready to, to pull the trigger or make a decision yet, but knowing that if I keep coming back and checking in with myself, that it won't be making the decision out of fear. It will be out of love. Like I, I guess there is that difference between doing something because you have to, because you feel afraid and out of that fear is different than doing something because you have to, because it will fill, you know, it will fill your soul up. You know, it will fill your heart up. Um, I think of it uh, when you were talking, I was thinking like you're moving, you're not moving away from something. You're moving towards something towards it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, so we'll see. So yeah, that's bringing out up all those yeah, those, those yeah. fun things of, yeah. And with this, I guess it's funny because it's like, well, I know what it's like to move cross country and I know what it's like to like, you know, do all that stuff. So that not knowing is this of uh, what like, you know. You know now, like, you know now. I know now. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've watched from afar uh, with you with this company. You're just, I mean, it's just, it's so inspiring. I mean, how you've been able to build it, how you've been able to just 
teach yourself all these things and figure things out. I mean, even when you first started, you walked in to these shops just out of the blue, you know, I mean, the thought of, for me, the thought of doing that, like would make me sweat and I would have a stick to my stomach and I would be so scared. And, and maybe you were scared too, you know, but like, you're able to take these things that to me would be terrifying and just do them because it's just, well, why not? I'm sharing this really awesome product with this person and connecting with this person. And it's like, I, I admire that a lot that you're able to kind of do these things and not get caught up in the, in the like, Oh no, what are they going to think? What are the, um, and just kind of do it. Yeah. Well, I think like that comes out of, I mean, auditions, right? Like how many auditions did we go to? How many no's did we get? Like how much rejection have like, I pretty much lived through, you know, like, um, that to me, like walking in, which is like, well, what's the worst is going to happen. They're going to say no. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. or, you know, in my case, what's the worst that could happen? You know, like I start crying, like in front of this person as I'm trying to show them like <laughs> what I do. So, you know, there's that as well. So live through that. Yeah. It's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, I guess it's just, if you, I mean, even from a no, it's like, you know, if you can get outside of your ego of, you know, that the no is something personal, if you can just ground yourself a little bit to be like, okay, so then what an ask? I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like looking back, like I wish that I could, I mean, I know it wasn't proper etiquette, but I wish I could, I could have been like, you know, before I walked out of an audition to be like, okay, so what do I need to work on? You know, like I, I never asked that question. Why? you know, and now I ask it all the time if I ever get a no or I get a maybe or, you know, it's just kind of like, well, what, what's missing? Like, what do you need? You know, like, let me know. Like, I want to, I want to make it better. I want to be more efficient. I want, you know, this, this ability, like, I just want to keep on working and making things better. So it's, it, it stopped being the, the issue that I had with perfectionism for me. And it stopped being about it being perfect. It's just knowing that like, I'm always going to try to be making something better and, um, and not being afraid to ask questions and just, yeah, to like, now I know like, oh, okay, you're giving me a no, that's, that's great. Can you, can you give me something? Give mm -hmm. me, you know, like, there's gotta be something that you can tell me that will help, you know? And if they can't say that, then heck no, it's someone that you don't want to work with like ever, if they're already yeah. open to like giving you a reason you know so uh there is that you know and I mean like I had that with uh there's a, a store up in Big Sur that I had when I first started out I had gone up to and they were like no and I just remember talking to the guy and like, you know asking like you know how come they're like well we just don't really see is someone really gonna buy a wooden postcard and then put it in the mail and send it and I was like well is there anything I could do to change it like how can I make it so Oh, that it's something that someone will want to just keep, even if they don't want to send it, you know, or maybe hand it to somebody later or whatever. So I like had changed the back design. Like I put my tree on there and stuff like that. And then uh, I think it was a year later, they reached out and they were like, Hey, can we get your postcards and your coasters? And I don't know what changed, you know, like, it's just one of those, those, those things, but I am glad that I asked, how come, you know, like what else can I do? You know, it was, I mean, it was kind of before it was 
on trend to be doing the recycled wood and like caring about our environment and like you know like so now it's it's uh, people are becoming more aware of like hey you know climate change we're all here so when I started it wasn't as mainstream as it is now you know um and I do, I honestly don't know what shifted but they're one of my biggest clients so I'm very wow. grateful that they came back <laughs> wow. but but yeah you, I mean you just gotta take in that ego and kind of saying thank you so much you've been so great for protecting me and doing all these things but I'm just gonna give you a moment like right now and you know being vulnerable which is so freaking scary and opening up and just asking like hey how can I do this better or what's it missing or those types of questions that you can you can grow from because really that's a living is growing right so Thank you so much to Missy for sharing your story and your wisdom with all of us. I know whenever I talk with Missy, I always come away feeling lighter and inspired and grateful. As always, would love to hear from you what you've learned from this conversation. And please check out Missy's amazing company, Simply Grateful, at simply-grateful.com. You can find awesome gifts for your friends and family and inspiration and truly one of a kind works of art. And until next time, thank you so much for joining me in Learning Courage.